Welcome to Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast, where we will learn the history of this beautiful area and hear the stories from the people who live here, love here, and serve here. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Let's go to work. So when I got the call at 8 o'clock, exactly 8 o'clock, I was like, I looked at my phone, and for most people who know me, texting, calling, if you call me, I usually answer you better. Mm-hmm. Texting me, good luck. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I'm notorious for that. I, I'm mad. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> so... But I had looked, I was on, I don't know what I was doing. I was watching a movie, I think, and I, I turned over my phone because I heard something go off for some reason. I feel to look at it. I looked down, saw my call, saw what the text said, and, I'll read, and I can say it word for word. It was a text or an email? It was a text. From the and church? It, mm-hmm. Okay. From the headquarters? Mm-hmm. And it said, Weston Brannan, your mission has been assigned. And it had a link telling me where to go to look at my mission. It took me three seconds, I swear, or long, I swear for me it took three minutes. But it literally, I think it took me three seconds in all reality to realize, wait, what? <laughs> I literally looked at it and I had jumped out of my bed. I was laying flat on my bed. This is 8 o'clock at night? 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, 8 o'clock in the we morning. We had just July. got done okay. doing flags. We, I had home. I was tired. You were I tired, had, so you were watching a movie at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was, okay, getting, okay, I was okay. getting ready to probably chill out and just relax <laughs> okay. for the day until, okay. for the, until the fireworks show came on. I was going back, heck yeah, I'm going to watch my fireworks, go to work in the morning, and do whatever else from there. Yeah. And I literally had been, I looked at it and I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> First response was probably like, wait, huh? And I didn't expect it, didn't plan for it. I should have listened, I'm going to be honest. I felt, my bad. <laughs> but I wasn't, I was being honest. I I thought that I was expecting it to take a little bit longer than I wanted. You couldn't wait till it, come, it came and then when it finally came. I was like, like wait, what? <laughs> So what yeah. did you do then? I literally took off. I actually threw the pillow underneath my foot by accident and tripped over it. <laughs> I'm, you know, you guys can all laugh at me for it later. <laughs> but I took up, I jumped out of bed, and somehow I got the pillow underneath my foot, tripped up, still taking off, ran upstairs, and I showed my mom. I was like, hey, mom, look at this. That was my words. Hey, mom, look at this, and showed her my phone. And I then I was like, this did one minute, and I was like, okay. And I started reading the text. I didn't want, I was not ready to wait. I, I, as soon as I told her, and she looked, and she turned it to me, she's like, okay, okay, who do you want to invite, or do you want to do it another day? I could not wait another day. I was done waiting, I had my call sign, and I was like, well, we could do it today. I wanted to... <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> If it would be easy for everyone to... If anyone who can, can come, let's do it today. Mm-hmm. Type of mode. But I was trying to be more... I was trying to hide that urge. Uh-huh. So I was like, 
brushing it off as much as I could. In all reality, I wanted to just, no, let's open it now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest to you, I was hoping my mom dad wouldn't notice when I was like trying to snoop into it. <laughs> I was actually going to open it. Just sneak peek it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to sneak peek with before anyone else could see it. I was going to open it before anyone could know I opened it. I, was like, uh -huh. I started to actually pull it up and say, Okay, I need to find out how to say this word right. The, the name of the place I was going. <laughs> and my dad, my mom caught me before I could, and I was, and I was like, turn it. I had work later that day too, so I was like, I was hoping I could sneak off at work, yeah. but she deleted off my phone, so I was like, there. So you did it that night, maybe? We did it at seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. I had, I invited, I invited the whole group chat. So that's on you if you didn't make it. <laughs> I was out. I was out of town. So. I know. I guess I could use um, for it. So, you, the family gathers, friends gather, and you get to click the link. And uh, what was it like to, to read that? I remember reading my own. As I'm talking to you, I'm, I'm remembering where I was in my family's, in our family room, uh, and reading. We know. actually had done it at the pavilion. Okay. So, I was, we had, the bishop had offered to let us use his house. Mm -hmm. It was for July, and I know I could have easily gone. I felt like we decided to do the pavilion, though. Here in Lakeshore? Yes, Lakeshore Pavilion. I invited as many friends who could. I knew people were going to be busy. It was for mm -hmm. July. Right. But I had some family who did come, and I had some friends. And they came out, and this is right after work. I had got off work, changed into a button-up shirt, Clone my hair and came down. I, it probably took me. I'm the county ranch, and I probably took the back road. I took the back roads. I can tell you that now, and I did not stop. <laughs> I I stopped for the stop signs and obeyed the law, but <laughs> not much more. I kind of, I kind of passed a few guys. <laughs> I was like, doo, 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 doo. I was not stopping. I probably took me only like twelve minutes, which yeah. should take me fifteen twenty. Because of traffic, because it's just right when everyone's getting off, and you're right. like, I'm like, no, I'm out. I was, I was gone. I was like, no, I'm not staying. So you get here to the uh, to the pavilion. You open up the call and you start reading it. Did you read it out loud? I did read it out loud. My grandma and grandpa were also on the call. Grandma and grandma Cindy, who are not with her currently, mm -hmm. and they have influenced me to do a mission and try and get more in tune with it. Mm -hmm as I was progressing through this part of my life uh, beforehand and I was because they had talked about it and I was like hmm mm -hmm. that's interesting and I just there's just different pieces it started just started getting more and more interested in mission before I got to that point before I got to this point um but yeah so we got to the church we got to the we got there I had a few friends follow me literally Trying to follow you from the way you were driving it. <laughs> well, none of my friends, to all my friends, technically I'm the safe driver. I go, I obey, I grow the speed limit 100%. I have my truck. So you're with the safe one. I have my truck with the slow moving okay. rock. But. And they have all the fast cars that can go 120. Don't ask how I know. <laughs> all right, all right. They, they, I drove with them. Um, but, yeah, we've had some fun. Um, but, yeah, they were, 
I had been driving. I obeyed the law, though. I know that. I know I didn't go above the speed limit. I I can testify that part. <laughs> I checked because <laughs> I was driving. I was driving, and I was like, but everyone else was like, "We don't need a rush. It's Fourth of July. Let's relax." Kind of mm -hmm. move, and I was like, "No, no, let's open this." <laughs> I was. I literally probably. I threw my button-up shirt upstairs in the guy's changing in the guy's restroom, mm -hmm. and I just went, dude, on, get combed, and mm -hmm. all my guys were like, whoa. <laughs> I, had a, I had one of my co co-workers who I invited as well. He wasn't able to come, but he's like, he had never seen me without my hat, and he's like, this is just weird. <laughs> he wanted me to put my hat back on the whole time. He's like, put your hat on. I was like, no, I'm. I got. I can't comb my hair again. No. Yeah. <laughs> I hate comb. I hate doing my hair. So for me to do my hair, it takes. I'm, I'm like. Mm. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't be able to, wear, able to wear a hat anymore. Dang it. <laughs> oh well. Um. But yeah, a lot of fun. For uh. But yeah, I was. I was ready to go. I didn't. I wouldn't stop and get here. I wanted to get here. Whoever was here, great. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. I was welcoming. Everyone was welcome to be there. Anyone who wasn't, sorry, you missed out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to be there. You, you can't. You, you miss it. You miss it. So you uh, you started to read the letter, which is uh, of course you know, signed by the prophet. This is your assignment, given by revelation. And where is it? Where where's this assignment? What's the reveal? Oklahoma. In Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City mission. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. I, at first, I'm going to be honest, this is what's going to be a little funny for everyone to laugh at. When I was first reading <laughs> my little letter, I was about to read the whole thing. <laughs> I wasn't looking for that key word. I was sure. going to... I was going to read the whole thing to you. I was stuttering. I was struggling. I was... I don't notice if anyone can notice when I was standing there. I was a little shaken. I was like, just so much adrenaline and excitement. And it's not in the first paragraph, right? you got to read down a ways in order to it's the, find out where you're... It was the third paragraph. Okay, third paragraph. Like, Who's counting, but it's the third paragraph. <laughs> I was like, right. one, two... Okay, there you go. <laughs> and I'm, for me, reading is always been a little bit of a struggle. Mm. So for me to be willing to read the whole letter, I was... That's well, everybody's a, watching and waiting. I was, and then I skimmed through way fast, and I realized, bingo. I found the first word I always heard everyone say. Brother Brand, you have been called to serve in the Oklahoma, Oklahoma, in the Oklahoma City Mission. I was stunned is beyond my word. I was, I was stunned. I was, I was excited. I had my emotions probably burst. I there was so much in my brain. I am so happy for it. You probably couldn't tell at the moment. You could see the grin. You could see my. You can see I was happy with what was going on. But the actual excitement was going on in my head. You can, I don't think anyone could tell. Maybe you could have if you could. Sweet. <laughs> but I was, it was like fireworks that all lit up the sky. 
when I saw that, when I read those words. Because I've heard stories from how people are going to Mexico, down in Brazil, Chile, being my cousin, Nior, down in, well, he went up east. My grandparents went to Nauvoo, are going on mission at Nauvoo mm -hmm. as a couple. I get to call be called to Oklahoma. I've heard my family being called down south. I've been home. And I've always, for the longest time, I was thinking, the place would be really cool, Alaska. Somewhat cold. <laughs> and I was like, heck yeah, if I go to Alaska, heck yeah. But I get called to Oklahoma. I'll come sit. be honest, was I expecting it? Nope. <laughs> yeah. I was willing, at that point, I was willing to go wherever the Lord wanted me to go. I would have loved to be up in Alaska, would have loved to be down south. Well, I get to be called to Oklahoma and get to serve the people of Oklahoma City and everyone in that area. People may not yet know me, but I'm not going to keep my voice quiet there. I'm going to make sure everyone who I can get a hold of and who will hear me and hear the lessons I've, that the Lord has to teach through me we'll be able to hear it. You know, as you said, Oklahoma, uh, just, just, I'm happy for you. I have this, this sense of comfort and peace you talked about before. That's, that's your place. That's, that's where you're going to serve. That's, the, the people there are prepared for you, and you're prepared to talk to them. It's going to be perfect for you. You'll probably be in the city for a while. You may be. You'll probably be in the country. I mean, I think you're just going to fit right in. I think you're absolutely going to fit right in like a sore thumb. Right? You're, Maybe more than the sort of thing. I'm going to go to fireworks there and say, hey, It'll I'm here. Perfect. It'll be perfect. <laughs> One thing that uh, I think has been special about this podcast, you talked about, and I think you're, you absolutely have a unique perspective. Your testimony is unique, just like a snowflake. As you are sitting there, you know, as a, as a young boy, taking the missionary discussions and, and, and having that imprint that experience with the spirit and missionaries, and now you're going, you're going out to do that very thing. But you also have some other experiences that I think are unique. Can you walk us through, uh, I mean, there's some unique things that have happened to your family the last few years. You wanna walk us down that road? Well, one of my unique things, I was about to with my brother, Easton. Mm -hmm. Now is a very fun and unique thing. Because not everyone can say that both brothers were baptized at the same time. Mm -hmm. Especially in Spanish Fork, of all places. <laughs> in Utah, of all places as well. It's, as often as people like to believe everyone's part of the church, because that is something that is stereotypical to Utah. Sure. Because a lot of people that who I've talked to who come from out of state, all my friends who have friend, family who come out of state and they talk to, and I've got to meet them throughout the time, it's a non, it's not stereotypical mm -hmm. for Utah to have people who are both baptized at the same time. Right. You, when they weren't eight, right? When they weren't eight, yeah. it wasn't, it was something sometimes they weren't heard of. When they find out that's something I did, they're like, huh. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see. Yeah. Um, and then, as I got old, nothing what came along was interesting for my family was that we got sealed together. 
I was, this was probably junior year. My junior year of high school. So two years ago? Two years ago. We, my parents had come back, are really active now. When we were younger, not so much. <laughs> I always went to church with my grandparents for a long time, and then my parents got active. And it was really fun to see how that went down. As they started to get active, they decided to go to the church and went to. And all honesty, I had no idea what was going on until I found until a few well, two, about three weeks later. Mm -hmm. Three no three weeks earlier, I literally had found out that my mom and dad had been doing the temple prep classes and were going to the temple to get sealed to me, my three younger brothers. Forever as family. My aunt Melissa, my dad's sister, came all the way out from Virginia to be part of it. I was shocked from words on that day. My aunt Melissa, I've very rarely have ever seen her. I do remember her, I love her dearly, but she just was never around as much as I wish she was. Mm -hmm. Because she's out in Virginia, and she loves it out there. That's her home. And yeah, I always love her. I, whenever I see her, it's always a good treat. But all, I we had just seen her earlier that year, earlier that few years ago. And she was out, and she had done a little vacation and seen our family and got to hang out with us a little bit. I wasn't able to be around as often as I like. I was working at that mm -hmm. time. But she was there, and I actually had to see my aunt. Because she came out for the ceiling. But yeah, she came out all the way out from West Virginia to see to be with uh, my family for that ceiling. That is, I was actually surprised to see her. Uh, it was really cool to see. And my uncle Dwayne, you know, my aunt, my grandma's brother, I'm pretty sure, was literally came out as well from away from Colorado. Mm. I love him. I've I've been to his house a little a few times, and usually it's been not for the best situations. Mm. One that has been for the good ones. It's always been a good time. I've always had fun with him when I've seen him. That's just something I remember. And uh, being in the ceiling room, I can't. Jason Temple? No, actually, it was. In the Logan. Logan? One of the older ones. Oh, okay. Up in Cache Valley. Mm-hmm. We were up there, and we do it. We went up there to do it. It was beautiful. Beyond belief. I, they see the architect. When people see a temple in a picture, and I realize this, there's a temple cut out. No matter what, everyone thinks of a temple, and they see the temple. Salt Lake, they see Provo, they see the Provo cutout, that type of a temple. But you go to some of the older ones and you really see some of the architectural beauty of the temples. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it is amazing to see what they did before they could have as many heavy machinery just talent that people could do. 
when they put their hearts and soul into their work. I may not be able to see the whole temple quite yet, but one day, I hope I'll get there, and I plan to. Well, I mean, considering you're going to be served, by the way, when do you, when do you re report for your mission? I leave September. September, so... My farewell will be the 17th of September. I'll start home MTC at the 18th. Okay, yeah, and so you'll be, I mean, you'll be seeing more of the temple and understanding more uh, here in the next month or two. Next year. Right, as you... Next little bit. As you uh, prepare for your endowment and uh, other uh, initiatory work. But uh, mm -hmm. how exciting. I'm excited because... Again, that's a that's a unique experience. I remember being uh, six, seven years old, dressed in white, in the temple, being sealed to my parents. Right? Not typical. It's not you, a typical thing for some. But you got to do it, you know, with your family. Um, and I think that'll. I know. I don't think. I know that will be an experience, part of your testimony, that will be a strength to your companions and to, uh, to the people that you're going to teach. You're going out there, Weston, with a unique experience. We all need to be converts, right? We all should be converted. Mm -hmm. But I see that in you. I mean, I've known you for the last 10 years. I've, I've chased you around, pretty much oh. caught you every time. You've chased mm. me around, pretty much haven't caught me. Oh, bull. That's bull there. You've been to my place, you've worked, you've dug holes, and I can see a change. Holes. Yeah, change in the Rocky Mountains. Right? <laughs> they call them the Rockies for a reason. The giant boulder you had me trying to break for two hours. Just, There's always a purpose. You're trying to just give me the freaking jackhammer instead. But <laughs> <laughs> might have got the work done faster. But you got a unique testimony. You've had some unique experience. You've been blessed with that. So not for that rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes, sometimes you know, you learn more about yourself by trying to move the rock, right? Then if it was just easy, if it was just soft dirt, right? that wouldn't have been any fun. It was never soft dirt. <laughs> I know that for facts. Uh, I might end up having a bloody hand because of you. Yeah, <laughs> we broke a few picks. A few? Let's be honest, you're like four or five? <laughs> hey, but we got them in, we got the trees in, so. <laughs> Well, uh, anything final you want to uh, you want to add? Uh, I'm excited to do this podcast because this is family history. This is personal history. You're laying down personal history for you right now. You've talked about your grandparents, both sets, both sides. You know your 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 mom's side and your dad's side. You've talked about extended family and cousins and friendships. And what what you're doing is you're laying it down a testimony in the Lakeshore Second Ward, right? For you for you. For the members who are of our community, for those outside who are, who are, you know, family members are sending your testimony right now. You know, you're serving a mission and you're not out yet full time. It's also for your children. So one day, one day, one day, <laughs> one day yeah, we're, we're down the road a little. But anything uh, today at 18, anything you want, any piece of advice you'd leave for your children, because you're going to have children someday. Like I said, I did love, I love hunting, that's one of my passions, and this is something I want to relate, and this is a testimony I'm going to leave, and a lesson I've learned. An arrow doesn't always fly straight, without proper care and treatment. Same with the bullet, same with the rod. 
The same with the tree. Every, every step you take, left or right, up or down, hard or easy, would change the direction of your arrow, your tree, your bullet. Not everyone gets to make that decision so clearly and so easily in your life as in when you get to serve and when you get to be a service to others. I'm be I've gone through some very fun times with my young men. And I can be honest here, some of the best times and the funnest times I've had was through the service. We had fun serving others. Even when we were having goofing off and playing around, ice skating a few times. When you, heck, you served me that day. You taught me how to freaking ice skate. I can, ice, I can at least stand on the ice now. I might not be able to go fast yet, but I'm getting there. When people serve people, the arrow becomes straight. The bullet flies better. The tree grows and bears fruit. Life will give you people and your own chances that will change you for the better if you let them. Not one person is all bad. They might not be your favorite. As I have said, Kaysen was not always the favorite. But he has changed me for the better and he is one of my most dearest friends in this ward. And one people I will always admire. Along with my leaders, my parents, and my grandparents, and my family members. No one is a bad person all the way. Everyone will make a mistake, but no one is, bad, is completely bad. Everyone has a choice to become better. And you can become better by letting those people who are willing to influence you and help you show you the way. Even if they're not teaching you about the gospel, but they're teaching you about how to tie a knot, how to start a fire, how to set up a tent, how to filter water, how to play some games, how to ice skate, climb, hike, ride horses, play a video game or a board game. There is always a person, if you let them commit the service to you, and you do serve them to your best ability, even during the work. Even if you're getting paid and you serve your co-workers and help them and be friendly and be courteous and kind, those words may not mean much to some. And you may not see the value in those words until the day comes that you realize it. But every time you let those words and you commit yourself to the people and the people commit themselves to you, and the Lord will bless you. I know that for facts. There is no one I can who will change that for me. There's no way that is going to ever change or stop me from what I'm about to do.
all it's going to do is empower me with more abilities to go farther than I ever thought I could. I won't stop until I get, until I'm done. Until you put me six feet under, more than likely. <laughs> but There's that a, is my testimony. Of this. Thank, you. Thank you. There's a hymn for each life that touches ours for good. Go read that hymn, because you basically just explained it. But uh, Yeah, I had no idea that was even that. <laughs> yeah, it's there. It's there. It's there. Well, brother, give me... I love you. Good man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. What a great episode. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out the next installment of Faith and Farmers, the Lakeshore Community Podcast. I'm your host and friend, Seth Mulder. Until next time, keep up the good work.